Hey folks, how you doing? It's your buddy Phil here, Project Management Trainer and Coach. I hope you're doing well. This weekend, we have the PMP Exam Immersion course coming up on Sunday. It's from 12 p.m. PST, which is the same as 3 p.m. EST. So if you're on the East Coast, it's 3 p.m. EST. If you're on the West Coast, it's 12 p.m. PST. So go on down to the website. It's hpmexam.com. And you can join me in the classroom for a half-day boot camp. Lots of students have gone certified by attending this course. I highly recommend it. If you've hit a roadblock or if you're struggling, this course will help you. Let's jump into some more information about this boot camp. What exactly is the PMP exam? You might have heard about it. It's broken down into 180 questions in people, process, and business, and then split across the middle into agile and hybrid, and then a little bit of predictive. Now, one of the ways we've helped prepare students for the PMP exam is introduce them to a program we call the PMP exam immersion program. And we've got one happening tomorrow on Sunday. You can be part of this by going down to the website, hpmexam.com. Let's talk a little bit more about this exam, people, process, and business. Very recently in 2022, we've been hearing on social media, the buzz about process being very heavy. So our focus in 2022 on the immersion course has been to fine tune people's understanding of the process piece of the exam. And when I say process piece, I'm talking about everything from the world of predictive to the world of agile, incremental and iterative, so that when you are done with this course, you're coming out understanding when to use either predictive, incremental, agile, or iterative. You understand what we mean by the hybrid model that PMI describes in the Agile Practice Guide. You've got a firm grasp on the way Scrum flows across the three roles, the five ceremonies, the artifacts. So if you feel weak or stumped, this course will help you get a very good grasp of Agile. And then we go into understanding the flow of processes to really understand what makes a process what it is and why should you pay attention to certain artifacts, methods, or models in this topic of traditional project management. In fact, the coverage is so detailed that by the time we're done, you would have covered everything in the people domain, building a team, empowering team members and stakeholders, managing conflict, supporting team performance, everything. I'm talking about all of the 14 tasks that you have under the people domain. Because you know that the PMP exam content outline breaks the exam down into people, process, business, and then goes into the specific tasks. Now, under each area, not only do we have the domains broken down, we go into the tasks and we go pretty deep. When we need to talk about documents, artifacts, things of that nature, we do. When we need to open up the PMBOK guide to dig a little bit deeper into the why behind what we're doing, we go hard. And when we need to dig into the world of Agile, we also do that. We focus on why is this important? from a task perspective. One, from the world of Agile, 
to from the world of predictive. So here, for example, we're talking about managing conflict in an agile world. The Scrum Master is a people-focused role. They're team-focused, so part of their job is actually to get in front of conflict and to help de-escalate that. So we give you a mindset of what you need to do on this exam from the world of hybrid, agile, and predictive. And like I said, we're going deep. We're covering every task. No task is going to be left unturned. Same for the process piece. In fact, sometimes we dig straight into process to make sure we get that out of the way because that's where a lot of people are finding trouble. A lot of people say, Phil, my problem isn't the people. My problem is the process. I need to know how to manage a project from PMI's lens of process. So tomorrow, what we're going to be doing is going through all of the tasks, everything from determining the appropriate project methodology, the methods, the practices, assessing and managing risk, ensuring knowledge transfer for project continuity, engaging stakeholders, everything. And like I said, by the time we're done, my friends, you will understand why we do what we do, why we use what we use, what is the purpose of a charter, a business case, a benefits management plan. One of the other specialties in this four-hour, half-day boot camp is that we dig into the vault. I call it straight from the vault. We dig into the vault. Previous questions that have been out there from our friends at PMI are examined. And we understand from their lens what they're looking for. What exactly could a question pose on the exam? So you have a lot of what should the project manager do next? What should the project manager have done to avoid this? What should the project manager do? What should the project manager do next? Over and over again. What should the project manager review? What should the project manager do? This is how the exam is going to be. So, like I said, we are going into the vault to retrieve these questions, to break them down, and to help you get a firm grasp of how the exam could be so that you're in more control. The other cool thing is you are going to get a plethora of content. Trust me when I tell you the content we give you, you're not going to be able to finish it. You got a very robust handout, the PMP exam immersion handout. I mean, it goes deep. It goes into everything. Agile, hybrid, predict all this stuff I'm showing you, you're going to have in slides. And not just that, the other cool thing is you're going to get the PMP exam immersion book. And the book is 600 pages long. At the end of the book, we have a cheat sheet for those who are in haste to get done. There's the cheat sheet. Goes into all that you need to read and know and understand at a very high level. The other cool thing about this publication that we give folks in this course is that if you got tired of reading yourself, 
you can have the book read to you. All you need to do is open it in Edge, and you see that icon, this one right here. All you need to do is just hit the read aloud icon, and it'll read it to you. As simple as that, it'll read it aloud to you. So if this sounds like something you want to take advantage of, my friends, I recommend you go on down to our site. It's called hpmexam.com. When you get to hpmexam.com, you'll be able to sign up and join this course. Something else that's pretty cool about it. 270. Stakeholder Engagement Plan The Stakeholder Management Plan defines how stakeholder engagement and expectations will be managed on the project. All right, well, it that's could be summarized book. or broad. It identifies the management strategies required. All right. Well, that's the book being read to you. 25. Going to see that. Per- and you get the idea of the value, right? The other cool thing I was saying is we have the immersion chill out. So at least once a month, you will be able to, in addition to this session, join us for the chill outs. And to be quite honest, they usually once a week, but in some instances, we hold them once a month when things get pretty busy. So on top of this session that we're having tomorrow, you'll be able to join an immersion chill out before you exam. Hopefully if your exam is coming up real quick, then of course you just wanna be in the training we probably won't see you in the chill outs, but if your exam is like one month out, you're definitely gonna be in one of the chill outs because in the chill outs, we go further into the information, perhaps after watching the plethora of videos, tens of hours of video on the system, which is available for one month after the course, you could have questions. Maybe you've taken a mock exam and you have questions about that mock exam, or maybe you've taken our not so difficult warm up mocks and you might have questions or comments on those see i'll also mention that we have different degrees of questions in our learning system and you'll be able to take two full length 180 question mock exams so at the end of the day you only have tons to gain my friend so why don't you go on down to the website again you want to go on down to hpmexam.com for the PMP exam immersion. It's gonna get you totally immersed into all that you need for your PMP exam success. If you have your finger on the pulse like I do and you hear what people are saying on social media, it is no longer enough for you to say, oh, I'm good with Agile and that's the end of the story. No, it's not. You need to be really solid in the world of hybrid the world of predictive as well. All right, so we, we call it hpmexam.com because HPM just means hybrid project management. Okay, so go on down there. For those of you just coming, we're talking about a bootcamp for tomorrow. It's called PMP Exam Immersion. And this will get you immersed into the world of the PMP Exam Dogma. It's also a great shock treatment for anyone who says, I think I can jump into this test without studying anything. I've been practicing project management for 20 years. Maybe you should come to the immersion course and learn. Know what it entails before you spend $555 of your money, I'll tell you. All right, so 
like I said, everything we pull from everywhere, the agile practice guide, the PMBOK guide, scrum guide, scrum uh, agile assessment guide, you name it. All right. So we look forward to seeing you again, go on down to the website. It's www.hpmexam.com. Looking forward to seeing you. You got any questions, you can send them to info at praiseon.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show. It's a pleasure to be with you here today. Lots of you are getting ready for the PMP Exam, ramping up for the end of the year. And that's why today we're going to take a little quiz for the PMP Exam. Are you ready? Let's go. What is the name of the role in Scrum that is responsible for the process and integrity of Scrum? If you need more time, hit the pause button. Three, two, one. The answer is the Scrum Master. Next question. What is an agile method that is used with deep reflection on WIP, work in progress? Three, two, one. The answer I was looking for is Kanban. Next question. You are using a technique in which multiple team members focus simultaneously and coordinate their contributions on a particular work item. What do you call that technique? Three. Two, one. The answer I was looking for is mobbing. Next question. You're using a visualization tool as you go through an agile project. This tool enables improvements to the flow of work by making bottlenecks and work quantities visible. What is this visualization tool called? Three, two, one. The answer is Kanban board. Next question. You are a servant leader on a project and you are involved in removing an obstacle that prevents the team from achieving its goals. What is a name for this obstacle? Three, two, one. The answer is impediment. Let's step things up and talk a little bit more about the world of Agile. You are a servant leader on an Agile project and you are involved in taking a look at a document that helps the team understand the definition of ready and the definition of done. Which document does this describe? Is it A, project charter? Is it B, team charter? Three, two, one. The answer is T, 
Team Charter. Refer to the Agile Practice Guide, page 50. Next question. Your project manager working on a hybrid project. On this project, you're using a method where team members at the end of each sprint share what went well, what didn't go so well, and improvements that are recommended for the next sprint. Which ceremony does this describe? Three, two, one. This is, of course, the retrospective. Next question. Complete the Agile Manifesto value statement. Individuals and interactions over what? Three, two, one. The answer I was looking for is over processes and tools. Next question. In the Agile Manifesto, the principle our highest priority is to satisfy the what? Three, two, one. It reads, our highest priority is to satisfy the customer through early and continuous delivery of valuable software. I typically revise that to read valuable product for those folks who are working in non-software environments. Next question. Kanban and Agile are both subsets of what? Three, two, one. Agile and Kanban are both subsets of Lean. I would advise you take a look in the Agile Practice Guide, page 11. Now, just a few more questions. You're working on a project with a high frequency of delivery and a high degree of change. Which approach should you use to deliver this project? Is it predictive, incremental, agile, or iterative? Three, two, one. The answer is Agile. Agile works best when you have a high frequency of delivery and a high degree of change. Next question. You're working on a project with a high frequency of delivery and a low degree of change. Which approach should you use? Is it predictive, incremental, agile, or iterative? Three, two, one. If you are using a high frequency of delivery and a low degree of change, the best option is incremental. Refer to figure 3-1 in the Agile Practice Guide. This is on page 19. Next question. On your project, you have a high frequency of delivery and a high degree of change. Which approach should you use? Is it A, plan-driven? Is it B, 
change-driven? Is it C, iterative? Three, two, one. The answer is change-driven because that's agile as well. Bear in mind that agile is known as change-driven and adaptive as well. Next question. You're working a project where there is a high degree of change and a low frequency of delivery. Which approach should you use for this project? Predictive? Is it incremental? Is it agile? Or is it iterative? Three, two, one. If you are working a project with a high degree of change and a low frequency of delivery, that needs to be iterative. Again, figure 3-1, page 19. Here is your final question. You're working a project which has a low frequency of delivery, a low degree of change as well. Which of the four approaches should you use? Is it plan-driven? Is it change-driven? Is it incremental? Or is it iterative? Three, two, one. The answer is plan-driven. Okay, now we are done with very specific Agile content. I will ask you two final questions that cut across predictive and Agile. On a predictive project, which element is fixed? Scope, schedule, or cost? Hit the pause button if you need more time. Three, two, one. On a predictive project, the element that is fixed is scope. Next question. On an agile project, which of the following elements is not fixed? Is it schedule? Is it cost? Is it scope? Three, two, one. On an agile project, the element that is not fixed is scope. Scope is flexible. Next question. On an agile project, which of these elements is fixed? Is it A, scope, B, schedule, C, cost, or D, quality? Three, two, one. That was a somewhat trick question because two of the options are correct. The answer I was looking for is schedule and cost. In the world of Agile, we fix those parameters. We have a stable team. We have a team. We understand the cost. We have a time box, 
the sprint and whatever we can fit within the sprint we do the sprint is fixed that's the time box the team is fixed could more people join the team absolutely but we know what we are working with cost wise and schedule wise those are the fixed elements in the world of agile final question on a predictive project which elements are not fixed Three, two, and one. The elements that are not fixed are schedule. The elements that are not fixed are schedule and cost. And that concludes our review for today. Thank you very much. I hope this helps you. If you are struggling with your PMP prep and you're looking for a course to boot you into shape, you need to go on down to projectmanagementmasterclass.com. That is projectmanagementmasterclass.com. In the next few days this weekend, starting on the 30th of October, this will be our final masterclass for 2021. This is your final chance in 2021 to join me for four weeks, combing through all of the content for the PMP exam. I look forward to seeing you. Take care and bye for now.